Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ and John here to use Dynasty Trade Calculator to help you gain some knowledge about trade values, hopefully in your leagues that will help you make some trades to help you win your leagues or help you lose your leagues to get better draft picks because that is also a very valuable option. But we are first going to talk about, man, someone who you thought was going to help you win your leagues, but it, it, he's not. I, I, I acquired so many Matthew Stafford shares this offseason mm. and it is not going well. Uh, it appears Sean McVay has a one-year offense <laughs> because, I mean, even with Goff, it was great for a year. And then, you know, I mean, it was Jared Goff. Sorry, that's not going to last that long. They get Matt Stafford and the world gets set on fire. And now it's not so much. And I know what you're thinking. You're going to give me the whole, well, you know, he had that shoulder thing. He had the shoulder thing before last year. It, that's, I mean, maybe clearly it's not getting better, but I, it, it's, I'm not letting that count. I, I don't, I'm not buying it. So right now, I, I just looked this up and it is very disheartening. In points per game, Matt Stafford is QB 30. But in the dynasty trade calculator, he's worth a mid first, like to the to the point. Well, point one, he is twenty three point four, and a mid first is twenty four, so point six. Sorry. So that's not going to be realistic. But would you give up a late first for Matt Stafford on a competing team right now? What's my quarterback situation? <laughs> that's clearly that's, not as good. You had Tua, or you had. One of the other 16 quarterbacks that got injured this week. Tua got injured? I, he's fine, right? Um, let's see here. I mean, honestly, if I did have Tua, I, I don't know how long he's going to be out. So Indefinitely was the last thing I saw. Yeah. Um, I, I have, My thoughts are that the Dolphins will want him back on the field as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if this will, man doesn't miss one game, I think he will miss going one game. to be hell. Correct. I, which is why I think he misses. I think he misses one game because of that. Yeah. I mean, but, one game isn't even really that big of a deal. No. Season long, <laughs> so, no less than dynasty long. But so like as bad as it is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually, I have Tua in a lot of places. As you know, I like Tua a lot. So yep. I do have him in a lot of places. Uh, I have no, I'm not actively going out and seeking a replacement for him. For the year, uh, I will literally play not a quarterback in the super flex um, for one week until we get a little more information on Tua. So that's that's my Tua take. God, I just hope the man is healthy yes. and they do not put him at any kind of undue risk because um, that would suck. <laughs> uh, so hopefully when they put him back out there, he is legit healthy. Um, We'll see what happens. Um, would I, I elite first for Stafford? It's fair. Um, I'm probably not. 
usually in my super flex leagues, I have one good quarterback and one quarterback that is a quarterback. I will say, yeah. um, Stafford wouldn't Stafford was, would have been somewhere in between there for me. Uh, he's not somebody that I went out. I don't, you know, and really felt good about getting. So I never really did. I wanted to like two years ago, uh, but then he got traded. Uh, he was going to be my plan when I ended up switching over to Matt Ryan instead, which worked for a little while. Not so great now. This week wasn't terrible. Yeah, he was fine. He, like I said, he's one of those quarterbacks. He's one of the many quarterbacks that is a quarterback at this point on my rosters. Um, I'm probably not paying a late first for Stafford. If I need to fill in a quarterback spot, I am looking for something cheaper. Um, I, if it, if it was my if it was my QB one that got hurt, Stafford's not good enough to replace that. <laughs> so I'm not going to spend on something that's not going to get me back what I need. I'm either going to go and spend more and get a better quarterback, or I'm going to spend less and get a worse quarterback. Stanford's fine. Like I don't mind playing him in places where I do have him, which is limited, unfortunately at this point, because, uh, or I guess, fortunately, um, but I'm not spending to get him. I'm either spending more to get another quarterback or less to get a worse quarterback. That's that's the way I should put it. Yes, honestly, that's where exactly where my mind went to, especially when I saw he's still worth a mid first in here. Because even when it got to a late first, I started thinking of the other quarterbacks you could get for a late first right now. So Wilson, top of your well, list. You always do this, and you need to stop. <laughs> he's got to be top of the list for you, for you, for you, well, I mean, uh, for Russell. Uh, we'll talk about it. Um, so. And I think you said the most important point in all of this, especially if you have Tua, where I did not realize how many leagues I had the Tua Waddle stack, which don't get me wrong, makes me really happy in the long yeah. term. I just lost a bunch of leagues this week. Like a lot of my 3-0 and teams are now 3-1. and um, And the real smart move because I also, in a bunch of the leagues I have too, uh, got a lot of offers for like a second for Mariota. Or, mm -hmm. well, first they tried for a first. But clearly I rejected that right away. I, I haven't answered them yet. Because first of all, especially if you play on my fantasy league, I don't know the answer for Sleeper. But my fantasy league, you have seven days before it expires. That's not true. If It's a setting where it can be seven days before Correct. it expires. Depends on how the commission has it set. I, I have never adjusted it, and I've never actually been in a league where it's been adjusted. So it never really occurred to me that people would change that. That's not true. You've played in one of my leagues. <laughs> I usually, usually adjust it to like three days. <laughs> and in some, in some leagues, in, in my guillotine leagues that are a little faster than we started this year, I, I adjusted them to one day, I think. So be ready because you're in one of them coming up in week seven. Yes, I am. Um, but also, again, like I keep straying away from the point John made that I wanted to like say was a great statement. You don't have to start a QB in your super flex spot. Long term, it is absolutely the best option. Yeah. <laughs> but since we don't know the real answer, there's no don't make a rash decision. Assuming your team is not only 10 strong and you literally like if you went studs and duds and you have your starting lineup and that's literally it. 
maybe you make a move, but otherwise throw a wide receiver or running back in that last flex and just wait to see what happens with Tua next week. And I know this got very specific because Tua is the only one like, and no one, like if you had Daniel Jones, then I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he, he came he, back in the game. So yeah, he came back in the game as a decoy for wildcat, <laughs> yeah. um, which was, I really just wish they let to, uh, to, I really wish they would let Saquon pass the ball, but that's besides the point. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we're both on the pick at this point. I mean, I would rather spend a second to get a couple of different quarterbacks than spending any first whatsoever to get Stafford. So let's move on to the list, which is nice and short for you because there weren't a lot of aged quarterbacks. Stafford Ross Rogers. Uh, I added Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins. Okay. That's fair. So let me actually just read it out loud. Uh, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Russ Wilson. And we're, it is, let's give everybody the time, Tuesday morning. So uh, we all watched that game last night where the Rams just did not look uh, like, good. It's, it's, I'm telling you, the, the McVay offense is a one year thing. It, 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 the exact same thing happened last time. I mean, it could maybe get a little better if, if, if they used more than one receiver for for all the Cooper Cup on my teams, it is extremely good that he gets what it like 19, 20 targets in a game. Yeah, I know that's also so, absurd. <laughs> um, I mean, it worked in the Super Bowl, so I mean, it it might be a good time to mix it up a little bit. Maybe maybe have brunch once a week with another player. Like let it be Allen Robinson and not Ben Skaronic. I think it is already a Skaronic. <laughs> I know um, it is, but it just it hurts my feelings. Okay, so I think I stalled long enough to still have no idea how I want to order this list because they're all the same. Cousins, I, cousins is the bottom. He's the one I want the least. Um, cousins is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the bottom. Uh, but these are this is a tier. All of them are a tier. I would not trade yeah. one for one any of these guys. I would not give Carr for Stafford. I would not give Russ for Rogers. I would not give Rogers for Cousins. Like oh, oh man, I wrote down Cousins twice and it's throwing my brain off. I have no idea. Okay, there you go. But Cousins is the bottom of the list. <sighs> Look, as much as I am always anti-Russell Wilson and wanting to get rid of Russell Wilson off any team I ever have him on. I can't, I can't get away from the fact that his situation changed. He, he went to a different team. He still has very good wide receivers. I don't know why the situation has repeated itself and he isn't just out there throwing over and over. He looked a lot better this week and Denver's offense looked a lot better this week. They don't have Devontae right. Williams. So that's going to change a lot of things. Yeah, they're going to have to, like, at this point, for the love of God, you have to let Russ throw the ball. I'm not going to say the other thing because it's annoying. Thank you. I was going to stop yes. you if I heard that sound. <laughs> no, it's annoying as hell. Let yes. him throw the freaking ball. Um, so he's 
he's going to come in number one on this list for me. I think he's got the best, uh, the best rest of the season ahead of him. Um, so I will take Russ number one. I'm probably going to go Stafford two, Rogers three, and Carr four, and then Cousins five. I, I I feel good about who I have at the top, who I have at the bottom. Like those were fairly easy decisions. The in between, you know. It's kind of a kind of a mix up mix up bag. I still, <laughs> whether you think the Rams' offense is one year or not, I think it can be extremely productive, and they will hit on cylinders, uh, all cylinders, at some point, you know. So that's why Stafford comes in too. Rogers and Carr, pretty pretty even to me. I could go either way. One of them has Devonte Adams. One of them doesn't anymore. Maybe that should have been the tiebreaker. No, I, they're, they're even, but I'll go Rodgers. I, I I think he takes the ball into his hands He's more than Carr does. Yeah. All right, what's uh, your loss, Russ? Can I ask why you have Cousins on the bottom so easily? I'm just, I've never, I've never felt that he is the guy that's going to win me a week. Okay. He is okay. That's fair enough. He's okay. I'm happy to start him as my quarterback, too, in leagues. Russ has a chance to be my quarterback one some weeks. I think Stafford does too. So does Rogers. Carr, I don't think does. Cousins, I'm never expecting him to come out as my first quarterback. He's always going to be my quarterback too, I feel. So he's just, you know, he's that that's the reason. He I never feel like he's going to be the reason I won the week. Yeah. Okay. So my list is pretty different except for the fact that russell wilson's up top because i the offense has looked bad the the denver offense that's no secret whatsoever but i mean russell wilson's points per game uh qb 15 19 points per game and he just put up 30 points in a week so we see he has upside and he had one game of 10 points and that that's crappy but for now, I'm willing to accept that he can still be good and that offense can get better. And especially now, better doesn't necessarily matter because the volume should absolutely go up now. I mean, I, I still like Melvin Gordon, but he's old and not the same as Javante Williams, and they're going to have to not run the ball as much. And Russell Wilson is talented enough to not to be able to throw more and not turn the ball over as much, you know, more. So I I'm good with Russell Wilson up top. I have Kirk Cousins second for the reasons you said he's good enough. <laughs> he, he doesn't usually, unless it's a Monday night game, he's not going to lose you the game. The, the dude that's, still can't do prime time. <laughs> that's, that's true. My, my point is he's not going to win you a game. Your point is he's not going to lose you a game. That's, and he has a very good receiving core with a very good running back. Like, I think that offense, all right, it can be back and forth between Carr and, I mean, the, I mean, let's use team names, the Raiders and the Vikings between which is the better offense, um, which is why I have Derek Carr next. And the only reason is because Derek Carr's best wide receiver is 30 already. And Justin Jefferson is a lot younger. And while Phelan is 47, I mean, KJ Osborne's pretty good. 
Uh, I have Rogers next because while he is more talented than Carr, I'm thrilled, thrilled with the Romeo Dubs breakout, but it's not enough. Like, again, Rogers won't lose you weeks because he's too talented, but a lot needs to happen for them, for him to win you weeks. And the Packers usually aren't the type of team to go out and acquire players, especially midseason. And then I have Matt Stafford last because maybe it's because he's the only one on this list I had real expectations for and they just got crashed dashed yeah. smashed i, I think you're happened. i think you're being slightly emotional uh yes <laughs> and just again from the very beginning of this yeah. show i said i will let my bias fly free otherwise we'd agree way too much yeah i i think you might be in that point where uh if somebody is if you have a manager in your league that's reacting like russ that says uh russ that, that says stafford is finished he's over <laughs> go off for a second form. <laughs> uh, okay. I was about to say, I'm still not selling him for a second, okay. but if I get a late first, I'll take it. If you get this kind of a reaction from a manager in the league chat, where they're doing what Russ is doing. You go offer a second. <laughs> I And I will counter with Stafford in a second for a, a first, assuming it's more than a couple of picks. It seems like, but again, it, yes, it is absolutely emotionally based. Well, mostly, because he's not producing again. He's what John was saying. Kirk cousins was except QB 30 instead of QB 15, 18. So bleh. that, that, that is my official analysis. Bleh. Uh, running back. Uh, I was supposed to do running back. And then John said, no, I'm doing running back. So who do you got? We traded, we traded. We you forgot to mention. I, I literally sent you a trade offer. You literally sent me a trade offer and trade addicts 10. It was, one dollar a fab for one dollar a fab and in the comments uh how about trading quarterback for running back and while i declined you in did. the league because i did not feel like explaining that to people we accepted it off behind the scenes so yeah, yes, what do i want to what do i want to have to go over to group me i completely understand <laughs> all right uh so i actually the reason i changed is because of some polls that i ran and I wanted to talk about Alvin Kamara. Like, what are we doing with Alvin Kamara? He has reached that point, right, where he is now a running back that he he, looking looking beyond a year now, uh, once a running back gets to a certain point, feels very dangerous to me. I think we talked about him before, and we all knew he was getting to that point. He is at that point for me big time. Uh, I don't want him on any roster that I'm not contending on. Of course, I don't want any running back on a roster. Most of my non-contending rosters have, like, seriously, only a running back if I have to start one. And it's not a good one. Like, it'll be Matt Rafer. I thought it was. Sorry, I looked like up that. his points. You looked up his points? Is that what you did? Yeah. It's not been great. No, it is not great. Yeah. Um. All right, so he comes in on the calculator at 20. I'll take the pick. Two. <laughs> yeah, the the pick, that's a late first plus a guy like Naheem Hines or something. Give me the late like first. That. I don't even any, I don't need an addition. Give me the late first. Yeah, I, I think I'm there. I, I will say, like I once I started thinking about Kamara, I, I ran the polls on Twitter for versus every pick. First 101, the 102, 103, and it didn't start to shift. Until it got to about the 108. That was still like a two to one ratio for the pick. 
the 109 came out to be about a 50-50, real close. The 110 is where it shifted to Kamara. And I think that's fair. I, I think that's fair because if you think about it, the 110, 111, 112, those are the people that, look, when you're making your push to win your championship, if you have your first, you should be giving it up to stack your lineup if you don't feel like you if you don't feel like you are going to win the championship, give up your first, go stack your lineup, win your championship. So I think yes. that's I think it came out the poll actually came out rather accurate. <laughs> Which is weird for a Twitter poll. Yeah. But the question is, are you sacrificing your first for a guy who has played two games and is averaging seven point four or five points? Right now, no. <laughs> uh seven or eight weeks from now 10 weeks from now you're assuming this is gonna change this is now. what kamara was last time winston played correct but if he literally if he is a healthy running back in the fantasy playoffs and i am still in the fantasy playoffs um i will sacrifice my first i don't i don't have a lot of leagues where i win the league and then still have a first because I don't care to give up my, like, what do I give up my first? I don't care. I want to win. Yes. So winning is worth it. He will end up being a guy that look that I will be looking at. I mean, mostly I just look down at the bottom of the list, see who's already out, what teams are terrible. They still have a player that they want to get off their roster. I'm going to obviously open at less than a first. Give me, I'll give you two seconds. Look, you're, you're done. Kamara's out. I'll give you two seconds. Can I get it? Kamara, Can we flip roster. this around? Let's say you had a team you thought was contending. You're two and two, and your points haven't been what you want them to be. Would you take two seconds for Kamara right now? My Assuming one of them seems not happy. What, 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 what makes me think I'm contending if my points haven't been there? And Well, you came into the season thinking you were. So oh. you had Kamara on your team. Oh, I already have him. Um, I probably end up being a little bit more patient. Uh, and waiting a few more weeks. Uh, as much as I love trading, I am not what you would call a panic trader or what I would call a panic trader. I, I take my time. Like the situation is what it is right now. It's going to change over the next two weeks. It's going to change two weeks after that. Most of the people that you could get right now, you are still going to be able to get them then. <laughs> like at the same price, yeah, yeah, at the same price or less. Um, usually, when people come into a chat and say, "Oh, I'm getting rid of this player," like if that player's not gone that day, they're gonna just hang on that roster for a little while until I want to come get them. If I want <laughs> to come get them, um, so I, I I will make notes to myself, like you know, this guy is getting rid of this guy. Um, <laughs> if I want him in two weeks, go talk to him. Um, it, would I take a late first on that roster? Like if it's a two and two, I thought I was going to be competing. Probably. Uh, oh, I'd probably I take the late first and I would probably just, um, at that point, it, I would be shipping off. I have a roster like that. I, I have a roster that came in with a parentheses. Yes. At the beginning of the season, it lost Dak. The running backs have been total garbage. I need to get rid of every single one of them. And I have a lot of them on that roster. It was a, what I thought was a very good team. It's not. It's underperforming. Um, problem is Matt Price has like half the picks for next year. So he's, he's, he's already not competing. So I don't really know 
who I'm going to get picks from in that league. Uh, it's very What's disappointing. Oh, the list, the list. That's right. This is me presenting this one. All right. So Alvin Kamara, the list is Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, and Kenneth Walker. I wanted to mix it up just a little bit. So we've got a couple other guys that are, we'll call them aged, uh, but producing better than uh, Kamara. Then a couple of young guys who Walker's not producing at all right now. Pierce obviously had a very good game. All right. I mean, this is actually relatively easy for me. Jesus, Pete. I have Zeke, David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor Please. on that team. Ugh. How good did you feel about that three weeks ago? I felt great. I have Josh Jacobs on it too. He's doing good. He did a great job on my bench. <laughs> this week. I, I, I do start. And I have Cordero Patterson on that, on that team too. Like, the running backs are stacked. Not no more they ain't. Uh, Diggs and Keenan Allen and Amari Cooper at wide receiver. On paper. God, what a what a disappointment. Yeah. So my list is oh, I shouldn't have brought that up during the show. <laughs> too late. Derrick Henry first, because if you're talking Kamara, you want to score points. Derrick Henry still has the highest upside of all of these guys to score points. He had a little bit of a slow start, but he's he's getting there. Next, I have Aaron Jones for the same reason. He is going to score me a lot of points. Both of these guys will be worth very, very little next season, but we're talking about right now. But now I do shift into the younger people. Damian Pierce was the running back I was going to talk about before you asked for the trade. Because after week one, his workload increased, and now he's doing something with it. Like, if you were one of those people, like, me who overreacted in week one well only with one of my shares because i needed something else on my team um, like they completely forgot that he was on the team or something somehow yay yeah and even still rex burke had caught five passes even though he didn't rush the ball last week <laughs> besides the point this week yesterday two days ago same thing um so yeah i have damian pierce third because he is that junction in this list between youth dynasty value and fantasy points next i have kenneth walker because i think his dynasty value outweighs the fantasy points you'll get from kamara who i have last i have never you are really done with kamara i'm done with kamara his value was scoring points because he wasn't going to get suspended this year and that that is a big factor we did not even talk about like kamara's dynasty value is dead essentially if he does not score a lot of points this season and that's the end of the statement i don't know why i felt like there was going to be more because he is going to miss games next season and he's going to be like 42 years old so why does he exist i thought 42 Uh, is the answer to everything or something like that the universe yes but not in football like there's there's a, a footnote like a little asterisk it just says the answer to life the universe and everything just not football Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, but Kenneth Walker, honestly, I wish, well, I mean, man, Geno Smith QB1. So maybe he, you know, Kenneth Walker will get healthy and that offense might look decent, but I am i was never a fan of the Seahawks landing spot for Kenneth Walker, even though it was one of the most Seahawks picks. I'm just, yeah. So I still have him above Kamara because Kamara isn't doing anything for me and any facet right now and i care about right now what's your list like okay 
I would like to take this list from two different ways <laughs> because sure. that, that is how you have to do it. Because there's no one size fits all for running backs. Like there's just not. I totally just did one size fits all for. Running I know, backs. but you can't because it messed up your whole list. Obviously. <laughs> I know. Yes. Um, if you were giving up a first for a running back, you're doing it for immediate production, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, that goes Henry, Jones, Kamara, and Pierce are really close. Like really close. Um. I'm going to put Kamara on top, <laughs> uh, but really close. And then Walker last, if I'm giving up my first for a running back, I'm doing it for this year. That is what I want is this year. And I think that's the order that it goes in for me. Mm-hmm. Now, what if I'm giving up Kamara? So just take him off this list. If I'm giving up Kamara, I am getting out of this year and I'm looking for the future. At that point, then the list almost flips and it goes Pierce, Walker, Henry Jones for me. Like if I'm, if I trade this, if I change over, change over how I'm thinking about the list, you know, I'm getting out of Kamara and I want to get rid of him for, for Pierce comes on the top of the list then for me. Yeah. value. And then Kenneth and- Walker, who is quite frankly, not doing a lot of stuff right now. Like you can still doing- get a late first for him right now. He's doing less than Kamara is right yeah, but he's now. Also 22. But in any league, yeah. And that's the key. Like, so I need to go through my leagues anywhere where I have Kamara that I'm not competing this year. I need to go offer him for Kenneth Walker, like instantly. I have to hope that Kenneth Walker is on a competing team and maybe they'll see Kamara as a live option for this year. And maybe I can get Kenneth Walker out of it and reset that clock a little bit. Uh, and there's no point for me to trade Kamara for Henry or Aaron Jones. Like those are kind of the same guys. They're better this year. I mean, if so you can get one for one, even if you're not competing, you do it's that. Probably a good because, idea just for next year. That's true. Well, not even that because you'll. It's a bad idea to flip Derek Henry for Alvin Kamara right now. That would be terrible. so. If someone does that do it. <laughs> with you, you can yeah. flip Derek Henry for more. So yeah, if someone true. does offer that to you, you accept it even if you're not competing because. Yeah. Derrick Henry is very good in scoring points. From that standpoint of the list, Kamara is obviously on the bottom. Yes. (laughs) Like, um, but if I'm giving my first for production, Kamara jumps up a little bit higher on the list. Those are two very different lists. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I know that that is cheating. Yes. That's not, we're not supposed to do that. Whatever. But I can't not do it. Running running back. back. Like it's a running back. You have to do it there because if you're not giving context, don't add running backs. Don't have running backs unless you're competing. Like, there's just no reason. There's zero reason to have a running back on your team. All right, so we are going to move over to wide receiver where we are going to be faced with the exact opposite issue. It's not really an issue. It's a good thing. We're talking about young players that are producing. And uh, The young wide receivers really are hitting early. This is awesome. Not Sky Moore, but... (laughs) Amon Ross St. Brown is, though. I mean, yeah, he missed this week, but who cares? He's crushing it. And I haven't seen too many trades go down where St. Brown is like the main point of it to see if he is being traded as, you know, the top tier asset he might be. He's second in points per game, only behind Cooper Cup. 
he, I mean, he is, he missed a game and he is wide receiver seven still. So like this, this dude seems as if he's for real, you know, forget the, well, Hawk and Swift were her and whatever, whatever. And it doesn't even seem to matter. Like I, Jamison Williams was never that big of a deal for me against St. Brown in the first place. So I'm not going to start weighing that against St. Brown now. So I was curious to see your thoughts on it because DTC is on it. Like St. Brown is worth 28 points and an early first is worth 29 and a mid first is worth 24. So the question is, do you take what you know and you see in St. Brown as a young wide receiver? Let's okay. Let's say you, you know, you don't have the one one There's a team that's just tanking way better than you are. You probably have the one Oh three or one Oh four. Do you trade that early first for St. Brown? Hmm. Because also your first um, is going to get worse if you have St. Brown on your team, yeah. but you know, that doesn't really I, matter because you're flipping. If you don't, don't do the trade, your trade will your pick will most likely stay bad. I probably don't. I think I want the pick in early first. Early first to me means, like you said, 101, 102, 103, 104. Yeah. Um, look, Bijan's value is going to be off the freaking charts. There's he's going to be a first round startup pick. Yeah, he's he's going to be Barkley, Barkley rookie value all over again. So like that's just going to be crazy. There are quarterbacks, and that's that's the problem for me. In a super flex, I would rather have the quarterback to base my team around than a wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. Love young wide receivers. That is the way to build in Dynasty. Um, but at the same time, there are a lot <laughs> of yes. young wide receivers. Getting that stud quarterback is huge to your team. Like I said, most of my league, most of my Superflex teams, I run one good quarterback and one quarterback. But you have to have that good quarterback. And it just changes up your roster uh, makeup so much. Having Amon Ross St. Brown is great. And you can slot him in your starting spot every time. So nice. Well, and whenever he's healthy, which is you know, pretty common. He's, I mean, every he's, not, he's, not a, he's not an injury guy that I'm worried about. Um but I, I think I want the pick solely because there's a good chance it's going to get me one of those quarterbacks that I really, really want. <laughs> uh, I'm not ready to give him up, or I'm not ready to give up one of those quarterbacks for him. That's that's it. And I mean, the worst outcome is the 104 quarterbacks all go, and then I'm stuck taking B. John Robinson. <laughs> like, I can build my team around B. John Robinson because I'm going to be able to give him up and get some. more than a single first. Like, yeah, that's the thing. He's going to be able to pull a lot. I don't think Amon St. Brown is getting you two or three firsts in 2023 or, you know, two lates first and a second. I think the top picks, the 101, 102, 103, I think there's a good chance you could end up coming out with the 110, 112, and 204 or something like that. Like, you can make that trade. For that pick, that pick is going to be very valuable at the beginning of the draft next year. I don't think you're ever going to get that offer for Amon Rossi Brown between now and then. Does that make sense? Yeah, actually, yes. Um, 
what I was going to add before we get to the list is I have a team that is in rebuilding and I have multiple firsts. I have two that feel like they're probably going to be top four and one that's not going to be playoffs, but it's probably going to be five or six. I would trade trade that one for him. <laughs> I would I will offer yeah. the second we stop recording that five or six to see if I can get it. That's depending yeah. on what team he's on. Because then you still uh, have the other ones to to do that to do that. Exactly. If I have multiple picks, I'm more willing to spend yes. one of them. And Same. if there is if I do have a team that has those multiple picks, the only problem is my pick is the 101 and getting Amon Ra might hurt that. Though I'm just gonna put him on my taxi squad, but that's besides the point. Check your rules first. Okay, let's move mm -hmm. over to the list. Well, huh? What? Two-year taxi squad, huh? Two-year like taxi it. squad. So my list, Amon Ross St. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Drake London, Chris Olave, and Jalen Waddle. Oh, my God. Like, I like, how do I choose? I like I, all these Exactly. Guys. I really like. I don't care. I want all of them. I will yeah. pick all of them. Oh, I know. man. <clears throat> I don't have a list yet. Waddle and Lamb are my top two. I don't, I can't decide the order. Um, I, God, geez. I can't decide between those two. I really don't know how to break that tie. I do. I know you'll go waddle. I know that. <laughs> uh, I don't care because you'll go waddle. I'll go lamb. <laughs> so I'll go, I'll go lamb waddle. I think I'm going to put a, I'm going to put AR, I'm going to put Amon Ross St. Brown third. Olave London, that's so hard. <laughs> that was hard for me to choose in rookie drafts. It's hard for me to choose now. I usually went London because I knew I could get Olave a few picks later, but I wanted to get Olave a few picks later more than I wanted to get Drake London at 102. That makes sense. Like, I was more happy to get Olave at 105 or whatever than I was at London at 102 because I wanted Olave more. Man, which one of them will have a good quarterback first? <sighs> Maybe neither ever, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to... It's so... <laughs> Olave's got all these, like, non-point scoring statistics that just mm, are the reason <laughs> that us crazy people uh, are like, oh, this guy's going to be it. And, of course, you just keep saying it until it finally hits. But, like, I mean, his air yards and stuff have just been absurd. Like off yep. the charts, absurd. He's going to end up having a game where he puts he's up like two hundred three touchdowns. Yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna have one of those games that's just going to be massive. Yep. And when it does, that's the end of being able to get him at all. <laughs> I this one's as hard for me to break the tie as it was for Lamb and Waddle. Again, not for me. I'm going to put Olave at four in London at five. We did the same thing except for what you did on purpose because I <laughs> did it the way I did. I did Waddle, Lamb, Amon-Ra, Olave, and London. And the okay. only reason I put Olave first is for the, a lot of the reasons you said. He was worth less before. But now he's probably harder to get than London because at least Olave has more to compete with than London does. Sorry, Kyle Pitts. Like the reason we loved London so much, a little unfair. London was top three wide receiver before draft, but post-draft, 
he's the only person, he's the only wide receiver there. He's going to get targets. This is something we expected. We, the the royal we, of course, there are going to be some of you like, I, I knew Olave was going to kill it from the beginning. We thought he might have to battle a little to get all these targets because Landry's such a safe option and Michael Thomas coming back could still be Michael Thomas. And sometimes he is, but a lot, it doesn't matter. Olave's still getting double digit targets every single game. So I think at this point, he's very, he's, very good. He's better than we thought he would be doing. So he is probably harder to acquire. And that's the only reason I put him above because London is who we thought he was, but Olave is better than not that we thought of, he was. I, I feel like maybe we were, maybe we were paying attention to different things because I I feel like Olave was getting plenty of love uh, uh before we no, did rookie drafts. Like absolutely liked Olave, but he he was I know for me he was in the same tier with uh Jameson Williams, Garrett Wilson, and Drake London. Like all four of those receivers were in that is that tier for not me. the normal case. Olave was a tier below for most of what I've seen. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like it was Olave down with Sky Moore and which is Christian. why I usually waited a little bit because I knew I could. So you, you are right. You are right. The you right, are right. But we are running a little long and we're gonna move on to tight ends. Which is yes. you. tight end. I did not bring Kyle Pitts. Good. I know. I feel like we should just keep talking about him every week, but people will probably get bored of us. Um all right. He did it, Russ. TJ Hawkinson oh, did man. it. He was the Detroit Lions offense. We're talking about two Detroit Lions in one show. Look out. He had Look a game. Out. He had a game. And when somebody that I don't want on my teams all that much has a game, I want to get rid of them. TJ Hawkinson comes in at a 31.4. Oh, my God, yes. Like, super flex, tight end premium. Uh, settings on the calculator, as we should always state, but even if we don't understand, that's what it always is. Uh, 31.4. That okay. is an early 2023 first. That um, is what we were talking about for Amon Rossi and Brown. I would take a mid without even thinking about it, even in tight end premium. I would as well. Um, um, I, I would take all the way back to like the 108, probably 107, 108. Yeah, but I mean, that's when we start calling late, um, yep. late plus a little, and I'll probably take it without thinking too. like a late in Tyler Higby if I feel the need to replace my tight end. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm well past the idea that this is going to be normal for Hawkinson, same. Same. even though it makes me happy to see it because it's been, what, three years that I've been waiting for it. And then this finally happens, but I'm not, I hope for him it does. I hope for him it does. Tight end but is awful. I am Kelsey. You have uh, <laughs> you have Andrews. Like that's it. Waller's kind of putting up some numbers, right? But he's not as safe as he used to be. No, no. But I mean, who else is like consistently putting up week to week production? Well, maybe you know, now that Schultz is healthy again, you know, he'll get himself back up to being not terrible every week. But no one <laughs> else is putting up good numbers every week. No, nobody. Like nobody again, this is why we like Kyle Pitts because he should be at some point. Oh, for the love of God. All right. Um, yeah, he List. lined up, he wasn't even all in on the goal line package, Russ. He was not in. 
<laughs> until third down and they put him in the backfield. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Arthur but, Smith. Like, why you're making this harder on yourself? Like, yeah, let's let's start I, a petition. Grant, I am not an NFL football coach, so maybe I'm an idiot, and so is the rest of the world. So is the uh sort Arthur Smith's bosses that drafted him fourth, but like why is he not in the game at the goal? Sorry, it's not going to be a Pitts conversation. It's a it's a TJ Hawkinson conversation. Yep. All right. I, I am taking the pick easily as well. Yeah. You send me a late first. That's probably going to be what is my team's situation? Is Hawkinson like my second title? Do I have Pitts on this roster? And I am not counting on Hawkinson. Then I'd probably even take the late first. <laughs> like, Because even if you want a tight end, you can get a tight end plus a little bit for that late first that you will feel just as safe putting in a late first should bring just about any other tight end for the love of God. <laughs> I mean, a late first should bring Kelsey. If, if need be his age gets him discounts him to the point where you can probably get him for a late first, or you can't get Kelsey at all. Kelsey is either on a competing team. who's just not going to trade him no matter what you offer or he's on a non-competing team and you can get him for a first. So I would much rather if I'm looking for, tight end production and giving a first Hawkinson is not my target. Not at all. So yes, the pick. All right. Um, the list we have Hawkinson, Waller, Kittle, who we did not even mention, uh, Goddard and Fryermuth. So a couple of olds. Well, uh, Goddard is actually a little bit older than I kind of realized. He's been around. Well. Yeah. He's what? He's been around. He has been around. Yeah. I, I, Kind of forget he had to wait so long behind Ertz. Like, yeah, literally <laughs> wasn't allowed on the field or whatever. But um, so Kittle, Waller, Goddard, Fryermuth, Hawkinson. I hate this list. That's because it's tight ends and tight ends are unpleasant. My list is not going to make sense. And I can feel that it's not going to make sense. Are you giving up a late first for any of these players? No. Are you giving up all of these for a late first in all circumstances? Yeah. Same. You give me you give me a late first for Kittle. Finally. Thank you. I'm out. What was, <laughs> Goodbye. I mean, we definitely talked about that somewhere recently. Yeah, I did um, last week or so. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, it was uh, okay. 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 I have Friar Muth first <laughs> because He's the right combination of age, value, and points. Even though I, they just, if that quarterback changes for real, that changes everything because we have no idea what Pickett looks like throwing the ball, no less if he's going to use Muth as much as Roethlisberger and Trubisky were. But he's still first for me. I have you on my list. Freddie Muth is last. I, I, it's one of those weeks. Um, I have Hawkinson next because I think he's the most combination of age and value out of the rest of them waller seems to be the middle ground for me because he's on an offense that will throw the ball a lot and is good enough goddard after that and then kittle last because i just don't want kittle on my team preview of my list kittle is first (laughs) (laughs) no matter how much we just talked about we don't want him okay so what's what okay so you have kittle first Okay, so I approached my list solely from who do I want because I can trade them away for the most. <laughs> like, I don't want any of these guys it, on my rosters. If I, I don't, like, 
I want to trade all of these guys first on this list in value anymore. Um, Sadly, I have to keep some of them on my list. I think, you know, Kittle's name, Kittle's name is still huge for, look, I don't agree with it. I think it's wrong. Um, I am not going out and trying to get Kittle. Kittle's now been healthy for two weeks. Like he has literally played back to back weeks. If he so actually had a good game, if he had caught that damn touchdown instead of being two inches out of bounds, his trade value would be even higher today. Like his trade value would, I think, would be the highest on this list. All I think right, I'm so more. You got like, second, third, and fourth. All right, so Kittle first, Hawkinson second. Same reason. I, uh, of the guys that I think I can get a mid first, I think it goes Kittle then Hawkinson, and it's solely based on the fact that. He has been looked at in the past. It's all about the past yep. and people that just haven't adjusted. I think there's more people that haven't adjusted to what Kittle and Hawkinson really are. A, a fine tight end play sometimes. <laughs> like, sometimes, yeah. Like that's that's what you get out of them. Like that's all the tight ends. Like they're no different. Uh Waller is third, and then I have Goddard fourth and Fryermuth fifth. I don't think anybody's going out out of their way to acquire Fryermuth right now. Came on like like looked great as a rookie. Look, quarterback situation changed. Um, outlook changed for him. If I want to acquire a guy to put on my roster, you're right. Well, Fryermuth comes in number one on that list because I think he's going to be the cheapest to acquire on this list. So you said value, like he's the best value. I I agree there, and I would rather have him. If I can move Hawkinson for Fryermuth Plus, I can yep. move Kittle for Fryermuth Plus. Yep. Love that side of the deal. I want yep. to, that's the deal that I want to go make. I want to put Fryermuth and Goddard on my rosters and get rid of Kittle and Hawkinson. But I want to, I expect to get something on top of that. Yes. And, you know, so because of that, that's why Hawkinson and Kittle are at the top of my list. Fryermuth and Goddard are on the bottom of my list because I, you're not you're not trading Fryermuth for George Kittle plus. No. You're probably trading George Kittle for Fryermuth plus. And I mostly just want that plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the plus that makes it different for me. I want that plus. All right, but we have to call it quits here. Yes. We are shutting down the trading floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Shout out Kane Fissell at Devi Devi underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We are out of here.